part is. No, Lisa, why? Every week now you guys are doing this on purpose, aren't you? I didn't hear you start talking until after I was talking. I know, but every time you pause for so long, and then I'm like, I guess they want me to start, and then you jump. Every time I'm on a work conference call, this is what happens where someone's like, okay, does anyone have any questions? Moving, and then as soon as they start moving on, someone's like, oh, wait, I have a question. Like, fuck you, you had so long! That happens in school, too. This might be the interface, you fucker. It's not like we're face to face and I'm just staring at you for a while. Yeah, get him. Get him. You had so long to say things, bro. I can roll back the tape right now and see. It was like five whole seconds. And I'm Jeff Kowalski. (laughs) No, this is not the start of the show. Yeah, it is. I already (laughs) noted it in the notes. (laughs) I don't know why I emphasized my first name in the intro either. As if you all said that you were some co- other Kowalski. <laughs> oh my god, this is the best intro we've ever done. Honestly, that's probably the better solution. Not that you join our family, Jeff, but that we join yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes about as much sense as anything else. That's Hi, and welcome to like Hacked Up. Yes, yes, to the darkest research ah. to find something interesting or incomprehensible. I'm Matt Kowalski. <laughs> I already introduced myself. I'm Louisa Kowalski. <laughs> yeah. Ba 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 ba. Oh man! Can we just play Family Feud this week? Oh, I love that. Anything? Ooh, is there a way to play Family Feud on the internet? I'm play certain there is. Family Feud online. I mean, technically, that's what Quiplash is in uh, Jackbox, right? No. Quiplash is a match game. No, there is okay, a Family yes, Feud fine. one, though. Um, yeah, there's a fill-in-the-blank. Yeah, trying to be funny. There's one, well, there's one that's based on, on internet polls. I forget yeah. what it is. It was um, in, like, the second or third Jackbox. It was a long time ago. I know that there's one where you can have, uh, it polls everyone in the audience, and then you play Family Feud based on their answers, and that's fun. Yeah, but you have to have an audience, which literally no one ever does, because because that's terrible. Right, but, you know, famous people play Jackbox on Twitch. I but then you just get make... angry. I feel like that's what the Fall Guys was. It was only for people who play Twitch. It wasn't yes. for, like, actual people to enjoy. I mean, that's <laughs> that's such an interesting, like, genre of game now, I think, is ones that are, like, designed to... Like, they're designed for two audiences, one that is consuming it secondhand, and, like, yeah. the secondhand audience is being considered at least as much, if not more, than the player audience. Like, every horror game is like that now. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's very weird. Mm. Uh, anyway, what'd you do this week, Matt? Uh, I was trying to think of a good one to talk about, and so if this one sucks, let me know and I'll think of something else. But this week, I learned to code in Python. Well, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very weird because I feel like the first computer language I learned to code in, which was Visual Basic, was really hard. And then, every time I need to learn a new programming language now, I Google it for like, an hour, and I'm like, okay, this is how you declare variables, this is how you call those variables, this is how you, like, uh, set up, you know, functions, etc. And it's like the same, it's like all the grammar is the same, just the vocabulary is different, usually. Yeah. So I can pick it up in, like, 
half a day. Uh-huh. And then you're an expert, and then you can go online and tell people that they're doing it wrong. I'm certainly no expert. Uh, I was complaining to Jeff earlier this week about how I wanted to call a video file in one of my Python programs, and on the Python website, it, su- it says it supports, like, eight different video formats, and I tried all of them, and none of them worked, because I guess Python was just lying. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, so just to be clear, you learned Python so that you could make a visual novel in RenPy, and the video file that you were trying to call was one of the uh, sex scenes you get for winning, right? Yes, tentacle porn, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, no, and I, part of it was I was looking at the back end of GIMP, the um, image editing, like, open source Photoshop, basically, yeah. which is all coded in Python. Uh, and looking at that, I was like, oh, I know, I bet I could build my own, like, tools because it's open source. Mm-hmm. So I learned Python partially for that. So that's, it's very cool. It's it's super easy to use. That's good. You think <clears> you're going <throat> to yeah. plug that into something immediately, or is that just in your mind now for future projects? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it is, as Jeff says, it is the main programming language for visual novels, so maybe someday I'll make a visual novel. That'd be fun. A persona that's good this time? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I got him. Persona's not a visual novel, but it could be, and it would be f- good as one, probably. <laughs> it's, we're, we're in, like, a post-genre era of video games. Like, every video game has some aspect of whatever the popular genre is, so every RPG has a little bit of visual novel in there now. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I remember being younger and being like, oh, well, what's this game about, friend, who you're, that you're so interested in? And they'd be like, it's an RPG. And I'd be like, mm, got it. And nowadays, whenever I ask anybody, they're like, uh, it's sort of a puzzle detective thing where you try to figure out who's lying and a first person shooter. Everything's <laughs> uh, everything. It's a visual novel game where you play P-Cross between <laughs> levels, between cutscenes. What? Okay, mm-hmm. sure. It's just a game where you click a button enough times to see anime boobs. That's what every video game is now. We all know this. Uh, that perfected with that pinball where the woman's dress would come off if you did pinball real good, right? Yeah, yeah or like the pen that when you turn it upside down, exactly. the dress comes exactly. off. The original. That's the first video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> video in that you're seeing it with your eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> so uh-huh. it's a game in that you have one thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I just started this week the online game club for my students at school because they're a bunch of nerds and also mm-hmm. uh, extremely bored because we're mostly learning remotely. Um, and when they were talking about Pokemon, one of them was like, Sword of- Pokemon Sword and Shield is not a Pokemon game, it's a visual novel. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, roasted, it is. <laughs> Wait, of course you what? think that, Jeff. How is it a visual novel? Because <laughs> uh, it's, like, primarily cutscenes instead of, like, exploring and catching Pokemon. That's not what a visual novel is at all! <laughs> it, was a, it was a pretty good slam, though. <laughs> I mean, it is a good slam, but it doesn't actually make any sense. Like a, vi- a visual, like saying any game with cutscenes is a visual novel is a crazy thing to say. <laughs> right, but it's an excellent slam. It's In like fact, the best possible roast. Super Mario Brothers Three is a visual novel. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, learning uh, to code visual novels, I guess, this past week, mm-hmm. I can say putting cutscenes in them is really hard. It's like the least thing they're able to do. <laughs> right. So. Uh, I think having a static image and a text box counts as a cutscene. <laughs> what? <laughs> what if it's that ASCII art, like, in Zork? If there's, a, if there's any text in the game, it's a visual novel, according to Jeff. <laughs> no, it has to be a static image of an anime person as well. 
<laughs> That's every video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Does, does that letter you get from Princess Peach at the beginning of every level of Super Mario 64 count as a visual novel? No, but that is definitely a cutscene. Wait, but I thought you said cutscenes with text. Oh, uh, no. I guess there's. Oh, wait. Mario 64 starts out as a visual novel. <laughs> yeah. It is a visual novel. Yeah, it's it has visual two yeah. visual novel scenes and then very long between is a, a platforming mini mini game. If you're playing Tamagotchis <laughs> and it says on the screen like need food or something, is that a visual novel then? Mm, mm. Virtual pet is a subgenre of visual novel. I'm okay. I'm saying yes. Right, Genu- genuine question now. Is Professor Layton a visual novel? Yes. I'd say yes, actually. <clears throat> yeah, I think Unironically. it might be. In, in the yeah. same way that Phoenix Wright is, for sure. Guys, should we make a visual novel? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely, I would, we should. I, uh, I will... I will hap- I'm really enjoying Python. I will happily do all the coding if I don't have to do any of the art or writing. Okay, Louisa, you're gonna have to draw all the anime babes. Oh god, okay. <laughs> and I'll script I'm- it in Twine or something. What? No, no, no. I will script it. You no, have to I- write the Yes, dialogue. that's what I mean. I meant okay. script like a screenplay. Okay, uh, that's but fine. I would have to plan it out in some sort of uh, like visual branching path planner like twine yeah go to lucid chart that's what i use for like mapping out programs and i bet it would work super good <laughs> for planning your lucid dream heists that you're doing with leonardo dicaprio it's true oh, if you steal oh, money my- in a dream you steal it in real life guys you're already <laughs> writing the script of our visual yes! novel <laughs> it's, very good. it's a visual <laughs> novel where three friends sit around and make jokes about inception <laughs> I mean, that's just Hack the Net, the visual novel, if you think about it. Oh, man. Okay, hold on. I have to write in my notes, Hack the Net, the visual novel. We could really make this happen. This is no longer a joke. This is now just us working on a project together. Okay, I need you to approve yes or no. Is the visual novel going to be played from the perspective of a listener who's trying to romance only one of us? Ooh, uh, mm, I like all of that except the only one part. I think you should. <laughs> there should be a harem ending. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I think a game uh, based on our podcast would be more like a life sim where we all have like happiness meters that are constantly going down, and the player yeah. needs to juggle and try to get us to all be a little bit happier. As, <laughs> as, as we've said, virtual pets count as visual novels. So. True. Could we put in just a little sousant of uh, eternal darkness and have there be a sanity meter as well that is constantly going down? Yeah, yeah that's good. The, as the sanity meter goes up, the happiness meter goes down. That makes a lot of sense, Oh yeah. no, Matt's building a complicated digital smoker. That's a real warning sign. <laughs> sanity meter's almost empty. Oh, but, but his happiness, happiness meter is yes! the roof. Exactly, what do you do? <laughs> so many decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, if he goes fully insane, he just blisses out into a coma. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, perfect ending for our game. Yeah, All of us are in happiness comas. Yeah, you become that. the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Um, is the Joker oh, happy? I think he is. Yeah, of course he's he is. Laughing. He's always laughing. <laughs> Uh, that proves that sanity and happiness are opposite ends of the same spectrum. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Does it ever bum you guys out to look at, like, 
uh, Patreon or whatever and see that the top 15 are people working on horny visual novels and all of those people are earning enough money that they don't have to work on anything else every month. <laughs> and no, they don't have to work job. on the horny visual novel. They can just be like, uh, uh, doing a good job for like three months and then yeah, not like, have a job a for a couple of years. Update. It's like, yeah, we added one line of dialogue this month. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Seriously? If you make a visual novel where wolfmen fuck each other, you don't have to work anymore. Yeah, why is that not inspirational? Why do you say this is a bad thing to see on Patreon? Because I don't know how to do it. I can't draw (laughs) Not yet! We're getting there, though! I, I, I'm saying I, I need to hook up with somebody who can draw the horny wolfmen, and then I can make a program of it. That's what I need. I'm just gonna say, uh, I've played some, like, pretty well-written visual novels. You don't need to be good at drawing to make a good visual novel. <laughs> but you do need to be okay at drawing to get people to pay you enough money on Patreon to not have to do anything else for them. Yeah, maybe. Louisa, can you get really into drawing uh, furry art? No, I don't think so. Plus, here's another problem. People who are oh, okay. really good at drawing furry art, they know all about programming already, so they don't even need us. Yeah. Mm, I don't think that's true, actually. <laughs> Based on, <laughs> as Jeff said, there are so many, like, extremely haphazard visual novels. I mean, I have not played any f- horny furry visual novels. Maybe they're all Okay, excellent. yeah, me that's thinks he doth protest are. too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was gonna play a horny visual novel, it wouldn't be a furry one. Anyway, um... But, like, so many of them are made by 13-year-olds yeah. who don't understand sex or programming. Yeah, but you can ignore that. They're not the people making the big bucks. Like we're. Yeah, I to. know. I'm saying we could be making the big bucks if one of us knew how to draw furry art. No, I'm saying it has to be Louisa. I agree oh, it has God. to be Louisa. But what if it's really bad and then I do it, like, ironically? <laughs> like, it's a joke? And yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay. Just that would be fine. Just write, get it, at the bottom of every drawing you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, remember text adventures? Those were great. <laughs> Did you ever get really into programming text adventures into your graphing calculator, or was that yes. just me yes. and my friends? Yes, no, absolutely. I did that. Yeah. Uh, I picked up a graphing calculator within the past year, had no idea how I ever figured out how to do that, or how I would even begin. People yeah. circulated photocopies of pages of how to write the code into them. Yeah, I remember that. The teachers got really <laughs> mad when people would hand those out, but yeah. it's like, come on, this is great. We're, we're like, doing an extracurricular activity learning to program computers. <laughs> yeah, renaming the troll in the graphing game to the principal's name. <laughs> so edgy. <laughs> Mr. I, Troll, the principal. I was <laughs> wrong direction, I think. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, I was at the age where there was a little port in the bottom of the calculator so that you could like program it from a terminal. Uh, what the or, hell? Or exchange Fake programs gamer between. Girl? Jeff, that was just a Game Boy. <laughs> Yeah, you could trade Pokemon between your calculators. Uh, I, I loaded, I think I loaded Donkey Kong or something onto a calculator. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. I bet, I bet that somebody has created a version of Pokemon Red and Blue that you could play on a calculator. I mean, they built it in Minecraft, so who knows? Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) Yes. And I wish that that was how I had pl- gotten through calculus, because calculus sucks, and I hate it. If I were teaching a class, and a kid was not doing any of the work, like a math class, a programming class or something, but they were able to like build a working computer in Minecraft, I would just pass them. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> 
Yeah, that seems like it's going to come around and bite you in the ass when anyone above you in the school hierarchy asks why you passed that kid. Yeah, when they get to calculus, you know, part level two or whatever, <laughs> then the, the teacher's like, all right, do you guys know how to chart a sine wave? And you're like, no, but I've got all of Bubble Bobble in my calculator. <laughs> my last teacher, Mr. Kowalski, said I was really good. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think that if he you... said that as long as I kept drawing horny anime wolves for him, he would pass me. If you could build a functional uh, Nintendo oh. Game Boy in Minecraft and then program a fan game with horny werewolves in it, I think that you're a successful mathematician. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week? Uh, this week I did more uh, thinking about Halloween stuff. I've also been rewatching old seasons of Great British Bake Off because it's nice and relaxing. Yeah. And they've been making pies. And I've been thinking about pies, so I'm definitely going to make pork pies this week. But just watching people make foods makes me want to make food so much. And I don't really have a reason to, but man, I'm excited. Have yeah, you watched, have you oh, watched that other show that Mary Berry uh, hosts now? The, no, like, I haven't that, even heard of Britain's it. best home cook or something? Mm, no, I haven't. I wonder if I would like I that. Don't, I'm not so sure. I like Mary Berry in the context of Great British Bake Off. I don't think I would enjoy her on her own. Yeah. It is, it's the, it's the same thing, but with, it's not just baking. Um, like, everyone's friendly to each other and they're Does all British and make stuff together. To be funny, though, because, like, Mary Berry is not compelling on camera. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably the main thing about it, right? And right. I have that, always have in the back of my mind that Mary Berry, uh, she grew up during the wars and she loves, uh, uh, margarine rather than butter for things. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, yeah, true. just knowing that, I'm like, I don't really trust any of your baking opinions. I guess. Oh my god do I... you do you know how old she is? A hundred and ten. A hundred and eleven. Ooh, eight eighty five. Oh, okay, we're just doing every game show today, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, Jeff, are you still looking at how to play Family Feud online, or? Uh, no, I stopped doing that because you get mad at me when I do that. Yeah, okay, that's a I'll trick. You passed. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thinking about that, I also watched a Townsend's recipe for a little Halloween pie, which is coffin-shaped. Very cute. Nice. Uh, we've talked about that before. Jeff definitely has, but um, this is a uh, YouTube uh, personality who does cooking in the style of the 1800s. Uh, I watched an apology video of his from um, 2016, mm-hmm. um, because he did a... Uh, purely coincidentally released a video the day after the Republican National Convention uh, for an old-timey drink called the Orange Fool, and everyone got so mad at him if they mm-hmm. liked Donald Trump. So he had to do a video where he was like, listen, I don't comment on modern politics. Please let me live in my fantasy world where it's the 1700s, and I could just make a drink called the Orange Fool. Don't Yell at me. <laughs> uh, I like that you called it an apology video because it is actually him being angry with people, but in his very uh, laid back kind of way. And one of the commenters said something like, this is when dad yells at you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because he's like, yeah. how could you think that I was making a comment on that? We're trying to celebrate history. Why could you? Why would you ever think that? Me, or someone who's so gentle, like, it was very good. Yeah, it's the closest he's ever gotten to showing, like, genuine emotion besides joyfulness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but he made a little coffin-shaped pie that had a chocolate custard in it and then a little uh, pastry skeleton. It was very cute, and mm. he said it was very good. I'm sure it, it sounds was. sounds very fun to make, look at, and then eat. Mm-hmm. Here's the question I have: Name something people often leave in front of their house with a free sign on it. A mattress. Making whoopee. <laughs> Mattress number one, furniture! Yes! 65 points. Ooh, is a mattress furniture? <clears throat> Apparently it is. Is a... Ma- oh, did you find on like, you typed it in and it accepted it? Yep, it did. Huh. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, do you have a guess? I tried, I tried trash. <laughs> oh, uh, a real guess. Hmm, let's see. With a sign that says free, uh, old records. Records. Show me records. Show me records. Nope, not uh, records. Uh, all right, uh, we ha- all have to pick one together now. Is that the, how it works? Oh yeah. No. Well, one of us says something incredibly stupid, and the other two are like, "Yeah, good answer." Because we're what about electronics? Each other. Uh, what yeah, about yeah. Good answer. Good answer. No electronics. Good answer. Good answer. Electronics. Show oh, me electronics. No. <laughs> Clothes. Kittens and puppies? No! What? No! Is this a question asked of people in the 1950s? <laughs> I don't know, but it's bad. Oh, Holy s- sorry, Martha, we can't afford to feed another another uh, litter of a, kittens. If you put a kitten outside your house with a free sign around its neck, it's just going to not be outside your house anymore <laughs> after a few minutes. No, you have a pretty high-walled box. Uh, yeah, I guess. They can climb, though, right? Not when they're, like, really, really kittens. That's true. Okay, Louisa, this one's right up your alley. Okay. Name a chore people had to do during colonial times that we don't do anymore. Uh, churning churning butter. butter. Yes! Whoa! Good answer! We did it! Okay, uh, yep, number one, churn yes. butter, 20 yeah. <clears throat> Milk cow. Milk cow. Uh, oh, yep, number four, 13 uh, <laughs> Wash clothes I, I, in a wash tub. Wash clothes... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to have a Zork-like response where it's like, I don't have wash clothes. <laughs> I mean, it didn't have wash clothes. I had to put in laundry. Yes, hand wash clothes, 13. Okay. Yay! One more answer. The second most popular answer. I'm going to say marry for land. Mm, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'm going to say no! uh, burn witches. Mm, good one. <laughs> Burn, and very seasonally appropriate. Mm-hmm. Burn witches, no. Plow fields. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Plow fields. And Steve Harvey makes a face a like answer. it's about sex, because it yep. is. It is about sex. Carry water was number two. Oh, what? Damn it. damn it. I don't, it's weird, I don't associate that with old times, I just associate that with, like, countries that experience extreme poverty such that they don't have, like, plumbing. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, it's just what you did before there was plumbing, too. Alright, this true. is incredibly boring for our listeners, <laughs> yes. so let's move on. I'm glad that we found it, though. Make sure yeah. you post that link in the Discord, because I do want to play that again. <laughs> oh, no, I closed it. Okay, I'll find it again. Go on. Uh, so, uh, baking pies, I'm definitely going to be doing that this week. Uh, I guess I'm starting to feel like it's good to be creative again. I kind of go through periods where I'm like, who cares? What's the point about anything? And then periods where I'm like, I can make things with my hands and brain, and this is amazing. You guys- <laughs> 
guys get like that where like sometimes it feels great and sometimes you're like who cares nobody yes. cares I don't know if it's I mean I don't the, when you phrase it like that it doesn't sound like the way it works for me which is usually like I I work on making things and feel great about them and then I realize like I have a moment of being like actually nothing I've ever made is good mm-hmm. and I'll uh, never want to make anything ever again yeah I do that too but sometimes it happens in the process where you're like I'm gonna paint a thing or something you're like I'm gonna put down the base coat and then you're like I didn't do the base coat very good and then it all unravels in your mind you're like why am I bothering at all (laughs) yeah I often especially with woodworking projects because I don't have a uh, jointer like Mm -hmm. it's hard to get the edges of the wood completely straight and flat and so I will be like so rocking and rolling and cutting out pieces and like I've got my whole plan Mm -hmm. and I got all the pieces cut out and then I start to put them together and they just won't fit together at a perfectly right angle and I'm like fuck this fuck this project <laughs> I'm throwing everything away. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, um, oh. for me, it was, like, cooking. Like, I don't think I cooked anything from, like, maybe July or August until last week. Uh, I was just, like, eating out or having ramen or, like, making, like, something very basic, like, rice with... Mm, pumpkin spice lattes. Soy curls. Yeah, pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, boots. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eating some Ugg boots for dinner. <laughs> you probably could if you were That's starving. That's something you did in is... colonial times that people yeah, do now. Eat their shoes when they're starving to death. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, I, yeah, but like last week I just was on a random Sunday, I think right after we stopped recording, uh, I was just like... You know what? I'm going to go to the grocery store and I went and bought and cooked a pork shoulder and bought two mm-hmm. packs of steaks and like eight steaks and like roast pork all week. Oh, it was you're great. like a medieval king. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I ended up with, uh, I think a dozen, uh, five ounce portions of roast pork from this roast pork. It was crazy. Yeah. It's That's so good. cheap. Whenever I make it, I'm like, this is amazing that I have so much food for so little. And it was so yeah. little work and it's so delicious. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to smoke a pork shoulder this week. I'm really excited. Hell about yes. I love it when it's on sale and gets to be like 79 cents a pound. Mm-hmm. It's like a buck 50 a pound this time, which is still incredibly cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, at the store this week, they had, um, rib ends like the the mm. pork rib meat but past where the bones are are over yeah and they were all like manager special i got one for three dollars that was like five pounds and i <laughs> nice. feel like is there something very wrong with this that i don't know about <laughs> yeah it goes bad tomorrow like as long as you're gonna <laughs> yeah. cook it right away it's fine i don't even think it's that like it the, the label says it was prepared yesterday like i think people aren't mostly aren't willing to eat rib meat unless they can present it like here's a plate of ribs you know mm. that's probably yeah it. that might be it but if i smoke it it'll be just as good as ribs yeah it will be uh yeah so that's what i got going on hopefully that'll pay off uh for the end of next week to talk about uh jeff what have you been doing this week so I started playing the new game du jour. Uh, do you want to take a guess what it is, or should I just say it? Among Us. Uh, I did play a round of that, but that wasn't what I was thinking of. Louisa, okay. do you have a guess? Um, Minecraft. It was a trick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game du decade. That's like... <laughs> Have you I, played Minecraft? It's really fun. No. Yeah, I love I love Minecraft. It's really good, actually. Louisa, you <laughs> yeah. would love it. Louisa, I, no. you would fucking love it's it. It's just I Breath of the you. Wild, but ugly. Yeah, I hear you, but 
I've been playing uh, Dragon Quest Builders, which is like Minecraft, but cute. yes, I would do uh, that. But but Dragon Quest Builders is a lot more stressful than Minecraft is. Minecraft is barely a game. I don't know. Yeah. People are always talking about like zombies coming and just destroying your whole. You can just turn those off. There's a switch. You could just be like, no. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, you could play like survival mode, but with no enemies. Oh, so nice. Yep. Uh, I yeah, I like Minecraft a lot. Uh, no, I started playing Genshin Impact, which is that. Uh, Never heard of it. It's Never this. Heard of it. It's. It's the game that came out, like, a month ago that everyone's like, that is so obviously a Breath of the Wild ripoff from China. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember seeing about this at all, or no? No, I'm bit. looking it up now, though. Um, it is uh, very clear, like, the devs have been open about how it's inspired by Breath of the Wild, and it very much is, Wait, but Breath it's much- Breath of the Wild or Fire Emblem? Breath of Wait. the Wild. Okay, sorry. The, the character designs are very Fire Emblem. Matt that's true. Matt is Fire Emblem at all times when people talk well, about no. video games. When Jeff said just a second ago, it's just a Chinese uh, Breath of the Wild, I translated it to Fire Emblem in my head because I'm looking at the promotional art mm. for this and it's just Fire Emblem. Uh, it plays a lot like Breath of the Wild in that you can climb any surface, uh, you wander around a world that looks... Pretty much like Breath of the Wild's Hyrule, like very similar looking graphics uh, in the mm. actual game, even though the art is a lot more anime-esque, as Matt noted. Um, but uh, it's more of just a traditional action RPG, and there's less, like, systems in play. Like in Breath of the Wild, there's a lot of, like... Every every object you interact with has some sort of material property to it that says whether it can get struck by lightning or get wet or light on fire. Yeah. Uh, and in this, there's a little less of that. Um, but navigating the world is fun, and uh, the combat is pretty enjoyable. It's it's just like you know, Are there and, multiple playable characters. It looks like yeah, it seems like instead of like how Link would just be able to use every type of weapon and ability, you get multiple different characters, and each of them has a specialty. Oh, um, that's fun. Yeah, so I I just uh, picked up the Arrow Girl. She's the one with the red bow on her head. She's named Amber or something. Stephen Amell. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's named um, Stephen oh, Amell. Stephan- Stephanie Amell. Uh, if it's like Breath of the Wild and you walk around an open world, then when it comes time for combat, do you go to a different screen where you see your whole party, or how does that work? No, you are only playing as one character at a time, and you oh, can switch okay. between them on the fly, um, and you are just, like, like in... What's a what's the prototypical action RPG? I keep wanting to say Kingdom Hearts, but I don't know if Louisa has ever played that. I don't know what you're saying exactly. So what about know. um? What are those uh? uh high, no, what, Secret what is of the, Mana. Yeah, like uh, Secret yeah. of Mana style. Like you do live action combat, but you also have stats and level up. And Wait, stuff. live action? Do you have to dress up to play this game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get transported into the game. Ooh, um, fun. You throw tennis balls. <laughs> I've been dreaming mm-hmm. about that since I was, like, six. Uh, well, then, do I have the game for you? It's called Sword <laughs> Art Online. Uh, no, I, I really like uh, I, I really like how the game looks, and the, like, presentation is very nice, uh, but I know that there's going to be some MMO elements introduced later on, because I know that there is, like, a, a gotcha, like, uh, gotchapon element where you can get new characters mm. and equipment uh, so that you have to pay for. Gotcha journalism. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Get them. Um, 
<laughs> I can't really say get him to me saying gotcha because it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's a free to play game, and it's probably the best looking free to play game that I have ever seen. Um, so if you, I think it's on mobile too. So if you, uh, I know for sh- I know for sure it's on iOS. It might be on Android. Um, so if you want to give it a shot, there is literally no barrier to entry. Is it? How are you playing? I'm playing it on the PlayStation 4. Ah, okay. uh, Where it is also free to play. Uh, But I did download it on my phone, maybe. Definitely my iPad that I I got from school, just in case I want to create, like, a separate account to uh, play with Mm. students as part of Online Gaming Club. The Kowalski family account? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I'm I'm enjoying it so far. It's just, like, the, the combat has a much simpler... Uh, sort of action-y feel than Breath of the Wild's more difficult Dark Souls-esque combat, uh, and it's just sort of a nothing beautiful game to play while you're uh, bored and feeling miserable. Mm, okay. Yeah, it does yeah. look very pretty. Yeah, play so... it on PC? Because I would play it on PC if I could. But Probably. I'm not actually sure. Genshin Impact PC. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. It looks like maybe you can. Yeah, there is a PC version. Sign up for an account or some some sort of nonsense. Yeah, I think it's an always online game because when I was playing it on PS4, it had a little ping uh, like icon that was updating in the corner. Um, Okay, I gotta stop doing this. It's making sounds that are freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I've got a a wiki for us if we're ready Mm. for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, uh, Come we on, got baby. we got the I'm Vocaloid lyrics Come wiki. On, baby. Ooh, I'm ready for a uh, what? We got the Vocaloid lyrics wiki. Oh, nice. This is weird. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to learn somewhat recently what the hell is the deal with Vocaloids. Yes. Um, and it is like Hatsune Miku is the is the big one, uh, and she is a piece of software that you as a person could buy, and when you buy the piece of software, you get a license to create songs with it. So there are often songs that, like, pretty much every song that comes out uh, that is a a Miku Hatsune jam is um, credited to whoever made the song featuring Miku Hatsune, or Hatsune Miku. Um, how does this work? Is this, like, you sing and then it re-interprets no. how you sing? Or? I don't it, is an ele- it is an electronic instrument that is, um, like, a synthetic voice that so you... you, pro- you sorry. No, you, you type- pro- Yeah, you program the notes and syllables into it. Right. You type out the text and then oh, it turns okay. it into... And then you, te- you tell it what notes to sing with that. Yeah. Interesting. This uh, is what uh, this is what Griffin McElroy used to make that Crystal Kingdom song. I don't know... I don't think song. he... I don't think he used uh, Hatsune Miku, but he used a, a different Vocaloid. Well, before well, we dig into it... I hated that song. I hated all those songs. <laughs> I was like, I can't understand what you're saying. This yeah, is I couldn't to be understand plot, Yeah, I, I couldn't understand the lyrics either. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into it too far, I want to say it's called the Vocaloid Lyrics Wiki. Uh, it has like mint green um, uh, chirons, and there's a picture of Hatsune Miku, and the background is just black, as far as I can tell. Yeah, same here. Okay. Yeah, same. Um, I'm starting to think about how I feel like when we started doing these wikis, 
I I don't know about you guys, but I think I had a completely incorrect understanding of what fan wikis were for. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because I thought it was recording existing information, but almost everything we've looked at has been sharing new stuff that you're creating. It's like a a message board posting kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which I don't... I don't know that anyone knows that. I think we might be the only people who figured that out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the people who use it seem to know that. Well, they know their one, but I'm saying all wikis are this. Yeah, the fan wikis. Yeah, I agree. And I I kind of want the... (laughs) I want the actual information. Like, I want to know, oh, did this person, did this actor play this character in this episode of this show? Like, that's all Mm -hmm. I want from a fan thing. And then you're like, I don't know, but I do know that Johnny Depp would play this person's (laughs) fanfic character in the TV show that they made up. Oh, exactly. Um, I'm wondering what they mean by Vocaloid original songs. Do they mean that these just, songs were created, like, ju- Okay, go ahead. The Vocaloid Lyrics Wiki is a collaborative website for the purpose of presenting Vocaloid original songs. Uh, if you want to create a song article, do this. Album article, da-da-da. Search for songs at the top of every page. Yeah, it doesn't really explain any of that, does it? I, I clicked through to the song article guideline, um, which... I think is gonna, is, I, I, it seems to be, this is for posting, uh, English trans- translations of, uh, East Asian Vocaloid songs. Mm-hmm. Um, because all but, the guidelines seem to be around translating the songs. But, significantly, they are not East Asian Vocaloid songs, they are songs written by users of this page. Are yeah. they? I yes. feel like what's going to happen here, we're going to see that everything about it is uh, Japanese technology and aesthetic, but through the lens of American teenagers who really don't yes. know much about Japan, is my prediction. But all of the, uh, the like, the guidelines get very technical about, like, you should not be translating with Google Translate, uh, you should credit translators, uh, I don't know. Oh, guys. Well... This this page allows anonymous commenting on articles. Just <laughs> yes. So you know. All right, yeah, it's we're been a long do that. time since we did that. Brief information: What is Vocaloid? I'm going to click on that. Mm, yeah, that's important to know. I think so, so. I'm diving into some stuff now. I clicked on one of the available lo- Vocaloid talents, which mm-hmm. is Leon. Okay. Um, Ooh, what's he then, like? Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> I clicked on one of the songs that Leon is the the most popular song that Leon is featured on is called "Please Touch." me Lola. Uh, there's another Vocaloid named Lola also on oh, this Oh man, slide. are the Vocaloids falling in love? Is that what this is about? Here is the entire lyrics okay. of this song. Yes, please. I want your love. I need you now. You are so warm. Please touch me touch. Oh, passion waves. Oh, tender love. Wild blue-green eyes are magic stuff. End. <laughs> so... Is that song in Japanese? Because it sounds like an incredibly bad translation. Or is it in English? The the phrase, touch me Lola, does not appear in this song. (laughs) Also significant. I'm trying to find a place where I could listen to this song, and I don't think it exists. I don't think this person has actually made a song. They just wrote the lyrics that they would put into these Vocaloids if they could. They didn't even annotate which ones were performed by which of the singers. This song... I'm, I clicked through to the VocaDB, which appears to be a Vocaloid database, and this mm-hmm. song says published May 31st, 2004, and added to, added to the wiki in 2018. So they're like going 
back and saying, like, no, no, these Vocaloids existed way back then. Oh my god. Um, I just, can I listen to this song? Does it exist? <laughs> I don't think my so. My new fear is that this is Vocaloid Lyrics Wiki for people who think that they would be very good at writing songs for Vocaloids to sing, but they do not write music. So what they are doing is writing these weird poems and hoping that someone else is so uh, inspired by their work that they make the song. Is that what's happening? But that's wild because the only reason Vocaloids exist is for people who don't have access to, like, people with musical talent to still be able to write songs. Yeah. Just do it. You should have just done it. I found the song. It's a minute and six seconds long. Is it long. real? Okay. Yes. Okay, uh, it's real real bad. I linked it in the chat. <laughs> I'm listening to it now. I can't hear you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, very, it- like, oh my god, what? <laughs> no uh, way. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, Leon is a virtual so soul vocalist, and actually was one of the first Vocaloids released in January of 2004. So this was not uh, some sort of fan fiction backfilling. Oh my god, he's like a frog uh, I had to stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I stopped it too. This, I guess, uh, this kind of reminds me of like, I think they're called vocoders? Is that the one where you talk into a, a guitar? And it makes like, yeah. sort mm-hmm. of your voice through the guitar? Yeah, that's your Peter Frampton thing. Yeah, you're the guy who says a bunch of weird stuff at the end of California Love. <laughs> I don't remember his name. <laughs> that was actually probably auto-tuned by no, then. No, no, in the video he has the tube in his mouth connected oh, to his guitar. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but like, it's almost words. Like, as you're hearing it, you're like, yeah, these could be words, but you can't yeah. really make out what they're saying. That's what Leon sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Also, this song is, like, written in a register that is so inhuman. And, mm-hmm. like, obviously, Leon can pull it off because he is a robot, but mm-hmm. it doesn't sound good <laughs> because it's, like, sung in a weird, inhuman high pitch. Yeah. Uh, it is, all of these vocalates are apparently modeled on, uh, actual singers. Like, they take someone's yeah. voice and, like, modify it to, to do. Uh, like, Leon's article says here that we don't know who provided his voice, but they were described by the company as a black English well-established musician in Great Britain. Mm. Tomb of the Unknown Singer. Yeah, one of the gorillas, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> do they no, still those... pretend that nobody knows who they are? <laughs> It does sound a lot like uh, the the guy from uh, Blur and also the gorillas. All <laughs> ev- all of gorillas is one white guy. Yeah. No, there's two people. Yeah, in I gorillas, thought there were at least there? two. Uh, the the guitar artist player and the singer. No, right? he's both of them. Uh, I know he played all the instruments on the first album, and there's some touring musicians. But the other guy quotes in in gorillas <laughs> is the artist who designed the characters. Okay, but he doesn't. I was he say, doesn't make any. More- one human voice on their songs though right i'm not right they have they have featured artists for sure but it's all like it's all the brainchild of damon albarn the guy from blur yeah guys what are you gonna vote for the poll on the homepage of this wiki Uh uh I'm gonna write in Baba Booey. There's no write-in option. <laughs> Damn it. Um, does anyone know is, what it means? Yeah, please explain. The question is, which of the VY series vocals do you like the most? Ooh. And the uh, options are VY1, VY2, VY3, parentheses, Cyber Diva, or VY4, parentheses, Cyber St- Songman. Uh, um, obviously Cyber Songman. Cyber Diva. What? I'm gonna oh. pick Cyber Diva, too. That sounds great. Yeah, oh, I, I see guess I'm just a little in. more of a feminist than you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you no, it. I think I think that Cyber Song Man is a job for uh, Cyber Song Men. 
I almost <laughs> said I almost read it as Cyber Strongman. Yeah, and if it was Cyber Strongman, I would that one I would vote for. That would have been our buddy Mecha John Henry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like Chappie. <laughs> Is he strong? I thought he was or, a real wimp about nothing. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm conflating him with real steel. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they say, both feature Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, right? <laughs> Hugh Jackman is the cyber strongman in Chappie, I'm oh, pretty sure. Oh my god, you're right. Wait, was Hugh Jackman in both Chappie and real steel? That's crazy. Yes. Well, <sighs> gotta, he really likes robots. Eat. <laughs> what if it turns out he's horny for robots and he's never admitted it, but <laughs> this is like that how is- it starts to come through. That would make so much sense. Everyone was so convinced he was gay for a while, but maybe he's just only sexually attracted to robots. Yeah. Mm, which, if you think about it, it's a type of gay. <laughs> no, it's not. What are you saying? What are you Robosexual? Saying? No. Jeff, you don't want to be saying this into the internet. <laughs> oh, uh, the I'm saying it's... I'm saying me, as a straight cis sci-fi writer, am going to make a very ham-fisted allegory in my <laughs> yeah, next you're novel. The, you're the real oppressed minority in this situation. <laughs> yeah, the real oppressed minority is people who are bagging Chappie. <laughs> <laughs> they are probably that's, a minority, let's be fair. <laughs> Get it? People with know. laser eyes are the real gay people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jack Kirby. Was that him? I don't ever remember. Yeah, all of them were Jack Kirby. Okay. We did this last week. We if it was did. a Marvel superhero from the 60s, it was Jack Kirby. <laughs> if you can imagine them leaping towards the camera with one big, meaty hand outstretched, it's Jack Kirby. Maybe that's what he was into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loved big sausage fingers. <laughs> the problem with doing this wiki is I want to listen to all of these songs, and then I can't hear what you're saying, because yeah. I want to listen so, to this. So, don't do that. Pumpkin uh, Spice Dummy is the song I'm listening to right now. <laughs> Holy crap, really? Yeah, you want a link? Yeah, I need a link to that to listen to after we're done recording our podcast that we're in the middle of recording. So, uh, I gotta, what, what do we think VY stands for? V- Vocaloid something? Very you. I don't know. Uh, I wonder what, the one that we didn't mention, in the poll, the one that is clearly winning with over 50% of the vote uh, is VY2. I mean, Vocal- I didn't mention it. I said Vocaloid it. Yamaha. Oh, man. Oh, did you mention it, Matt? I did, yes. Um, so that's weird. I guess people are really familiar with all these characters, because they're not picking based on names like we are. Yeah, I guess. Um, I got a random page. Are we ready for those? Oh, Jeff wasn't joking. It does stand for Vocaloid Yamaha. Yeah, I wasn't joking. Okay. I'm never joking. <laughs> you literally said very you immediately before you said Vocaloid Yamaha. Yeah, I know. I looked it up immediately after I said that joke. Yeah, but you you didn't change your tone or in any way say this one is a joke, this one is not a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very funny, my flat affect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, hit me with that rando. Uh, we got uh, Izayoi Lonely Night, uh, which is written out in Japanese characters. Um, yeah, wow, three, the Unicode in this link is very clumsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Izayoi is written in kanji, and uh, Lonely Night is written in katakana. Okay. Uh, the lyrics are not yet translated into English. Saenai kaoga ita nitsuku joren no yatsu ga kita. I don't know what any of this means. I hope I'm not saying swears. Um, or are there any words we can slurs. pick out? Oh, there's uh, the line, no music, yes, life, exclamation point. Uh, 365 also is here. Uh, Yo, this song slaps. 
That's stop are listening. You, stop it. Uh, damn it, I'm Matt. Listening. You can't. You can't do uh, this. It's it's sung by Kagamine Len. It's got kind of like a like a nineties anime opening credits vibe. Ooh yeah. Ooh, now I want to listen to it. It's real good. We can't do this though. We can't. We cannot. Okay, I've left it open in a separate tab to listen to later. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't remember is, why. <laughs> this is the best one we've done so far. Uh, cool. All right, somebody else do their random page <laughs> yeah. so we can be free of this curse. <laughs> All right, okay, I... I did. I oh. got a random page, and my random page is I disambiguation. Oh, I uh, love a disambiguation page. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is a disambiguation page for the word I, like your eyeball, I... Hey, this uh, is our first random disambiguation page. I just did a control F in my notes document. Yeah, I think I may have gotten them a couple of times in the past and been like, this isn't a real page, I'm just gonna roll again. Um, but I figured that this is this makes as much sense to me as any of the pages on this wiki, so that's fine. Uh, okay, so I may refer to I, a song by Atolls featuring Hatsune Miku. I, a song by Kulfi Q featuring Hatsune Miku. Man, everyone just goes straight for Hatsune Miku. Yeah, she's famous if you can get her. Yeah. If you can work with her. I, a <laughs> She's song, so prolific. <laughs> a song by Natsu P featuring multiple vocaloids. Mm-hmm. I, Liar, a song by 40 Meter P featuring Hatsune Miku iPhone, but spelled like your iPhone. <laughs> oh, commentary. This is a yeah. real Banksy here. <laughs> yep. Uh, a song by Imorej featuring Miriam. Mm-hmm. And That's I a bad name test. for a vocaloid. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Eyesight Test, a song by 40MP featuring Gumi. Um, I cannot refer to these things. Yeah. By which I mean, <laughs> usually a disambiguation page is like, these are the five different things that are all called I. Mm-hmm. Eyesight Test is not called I, <laughs> it is called Eyesight Test. Why is it on this list? Yeah, this is like all the pages that start with I yeah. for some reason. Is yeah, Eyesight Test also on C also eyes disambiguation? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. I'm eyes. also wondering if the uh, musical artist 40 Meter P and 40 MP are the same person or not. Because if they're not, that really sucks. What <laughs> if they're rivals? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It stands for Micro P. <laughs> okay. The second. Yeah. It's a vocaloid who has a micro penis. God. <laughs> I mean, it would. <laughs> Why does a vocaloid need that kind of backstory? Yeah, I don't know. It's a really weird choice that the company made that they would yeah, go we, into that kind of detail. We all agree that this thing is true, and we don't agree with it. None of us made it up. It's something that's true that the sciences did. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I like the idea of them creating a vocaloid who has some, like, physical characteristic to be like, it's fine. It's fine for this vocaloid to have a micropenis. That's not not what Hatsune Miku is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. she has a physical shape. Yeah. Right, but she she doesn't have... She's... She has I don't know. She, features. If you got a floor-length teal wig... <laughs> Everyone would be like, oh, you're supposed to be Hatsune Miku. I would love if the people who made Hatsune Miku released a press statement that was like, Hatsune Miku has acid reflux. It doesn't exactly. come up. It doesn't come up uh, at all. It doesn't come up. Ha <laughs> <I get> ha, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, it's a tragedy. Yeah, Hatsune Miku has a weird birthmark on her belly button. You're yeah, never no. going to see it. You're not allowed to see it. God she wears a shirt all the time. You can't make them make more horny fan <laughs> yeah. art for Hatsune Miku than they already are. I see. Okay. 
Uh, her one, something her one the- eye it has 2040 vision. <laughs> what? Why? She's 2020 in her left eye and 2040 in her right eye. She found That's out when she featured on the song Eyesight Test. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, they're trying to normalize acid reflux. So that's why she has it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, so I got a rando page, and I've linked mm-hmm. it for you there. And my page is <sighs> Nemurase Hime Kara no Okurimano, mm-hmm. uh, which yep. is the name of a song, which in English is Gift from the Princess Who Brought Sleep. But the official English is Belphegor's Gift. Belphegor is a proper name. Now, Belphegor is a uh, demon in Judeo-Christian dogma, correct? This is also what our um, one of the wizards who we curse at the end of the episode uh, is one letter letter off from this, and my Google Docs wants me to correct it to Belphegor. So is this from a game? Because I know in Japan they like to use actual Judeo-Christian demons as, like, sexy Draculas, basically? Belphegor is a demon from the Bible and one of the seven princes of hell who helps people make discoveries. He seduces <laughs> people nice. by suggesting to them ingenious inventions that will make them rich. I like this guy. Yeah, what's the bad part of him? He we need to great. start praying to Belphegor on this very podcast. Well, we already dedicate our episodes to him, apparently. Hmm. So, this is su- this song is sung by a character who's played by Hatsune Miku. I don't like that. <laughs> Why are we bothering what? with that? <laughs> Why? I don't I don't know. I've I've clicked through to another wiki called the Evilius Chronicles wiki, and I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, like- hold on. The singer of this song is yeah. Hatsune Miku as Margarita Blankenheim, which is such a fucking disaster of a name. Margarita yeah. Blankenheim is like if <laughs> I mean it's kind of I think the equivalent of when like Westerners try to make up a an Asian character and they just mash all the different cultures in Asia together. Yes, yeah. agreed. Also, it's uh, exactly what you would expect to see a name look like in Final Fantasy or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the prime example of Matt's is Hikaru Sulu, uh, the very progressive character for the 60s, but that is a Japanese first name and a Korean last name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what the Avilius Chronicles is. Oh, an expansive dark fantasy multimedia series. Told in song using Vocaloid software. Wait, Holy is that crap. where the character's from? Is this like yes. a ring cycle? Is this like some kind of enormous <laughs> opera? I think it's more like Tommy or Quadrophenia, but anime? I mean, Quadrophenia is not unlike the ring cycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this uh, fucking song, it is like an opera. Uh, here's some lyrics, I won't read the whole thing, but Sleep with this gift, you'll sleep well with this gift. Yes, I am the sleep princess for the sake of your happiness. It was a marriage decided by the result of politics. Nevertheless, I loved you. You're an incompetent playboy wallowing in desire, but I loved Roasted. you from before. Roasted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, was the first Vocaloid that scene from Final Fantasy VI where you are in the opera house and uh, Celeste has to sing yes. the opera? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man. Anyway, this, this is, is depressing. Great. I like oh. this. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to buy a Vocaloid. Why? Just so you don't have to do this podcast anymore? <laughs> you yeah. I'm, Vocaloid do your part. I'm going to program Hatsune Miku to do my part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. Oh, there's a lot of water sounds in this one. 
Gross. That's oh. a bad idea when you're sleeping, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, man. It's got, like, a weird, jaunty, like, Jack Johnson guitar, <laughs> which is not what I expected. <laughs> Here's who comes with uh, Vocaloid 5, the current software. Amy. Chris. Cowrie. Ken. Amy. Pretty. Amy. <laughs> drop drink. Amy. Cyber Diva 2. Cyber Songman 2. And Vi 1 and Vi 2. Oh, so you could get all of the uh, ones in the poll. Yeah. So, wait, how much is this Vocaloid software? Is it like $700? Go to cart. Let's see. Uh, $360. Holy shit! Please! <laughs> That's the premium edition that comes with everything. Why would you want that? Who who is this for? Music producers. It can't have it cannot offer a return on investment. I mean, if you're someone who makes like electronic music and every once in a while you want to have like an electronic voice in there, this is probably a pretty good way to do that. Is that can you cite a single song that is good that does that? I don't listen to electronica, but Hatsune Miku is a very popular uh, recording artist, despite the fact that she's not a person and is just a piece of software that many artists have used. Yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> oh man, I keep reading this crazy sleep song. I know the whole plot of this uh, uh, play, opera. Did you listen to it yet? No. it's pretty good. I can't. It's not, no, stop. It's not good. <laughs> Uh, so she loves him, but he is only marrying her for her money, but she's okay with that. And you need to sleep with this gift a million times. Huh. It's like, it's weird because uh, the beginning of it is, like I said, like a Jack Johnson guitar song, and then it turns into like a anime cutscene. Mm-hmm. That's most Japanese Dumb. music, I'll be honest, when I hear it. It's like, about clouds or something, you're like, yeah, I understand. And then it's like, Ooh. and also rain on the street in the uh, sad part of town, you're like, mm, where's it going now? Yeah. Yeah, I... I- it feels weird to say this. I don't mean this in a, like, culturally judgmental way. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but every anime song has lyrics written as if they were written in, like, on the back of your Trapper Keeper in middle school. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a- anime is for teenagers. And a yeah, lot of that has to be... It's not by teenagers. <laughs> It shouldn't be by teenagers as well. <laughs> a lot of it has to be the translation is the person trying to be overly faithful to the meaning of the words rather than yeah. constructing a good flow of them. Yeah, that's true. But I mean to say, like, the sophistication of the imagery is just not there, where instead of being like, you know... Subtly hinting at what things mean, they'll just be like, it's raining on the street, and that is like my sadness. Matt, that's pop music. You've discovered (laughs) pop music. I mean, is that true? I don't think that pop music even bothers with metaphor. It's part of what I like about it. I I can, I respect that more. Sorry, go on. I think the trouble is uh, translators turning metaphor into simile. Am I saying that the right way? Where instead of saying, my sadness is uh, the rain on the street, it's the person going, my sadness is like the rain on the street. The rain on the street is a perfect metaphor for my sadness. I think both are bad. (laughs) It doesn't matter. They're both bad. Like, you should just talk about the rain on the street, and if it's a sad song, we'll be like, ah, I get it. (laughs) Right? I don't know. Oh, man. <sighs> All right. Well, are we done? I think we're done. <laughs> I, I think so. I'm I'm just so baffled by this product. And you want yeah. to buy a Vocaloid also, right? Yes, also. If I, if I was still in the deep depths of quarantine where I had extra money and bad brain, uh, I probably would end up buying Vocaloid. <laughs> 
You don't even write music, Jeff. No, I know. You could though. You could write. You know what I also didn't say, and it can sing you to sleep. You know what I also didn't do before I spent way too much money on them? Play VR games or go on an electric scooter. That's true. <laughs> VR games rule, though. Yeah, that's so, true. There's that. I don't think you'd get as much fun out of a Vocaloid as you think you would. Yeah, I don't think I'd I think get any fun out of it. I think you'd spend half a day being like, maybe I could write a song, and then you'd write a little bit and be like, oh, this is still shitty, even with a Vocaloid on it. I wonder if I can make it say dirty jokes, and then do that for a little while, and be like, this isn't that fun, and then be done. Uh, I'm gonna prank Just waiting my for boss his... the magazine <laughs> Hey, Just can I waiting. borrow your cell phone so they don't know it's me? <laughs> if, if they do a uh, humble bundle of Vocaloid software, I'll probably buy that. <laughs> what would go. you do with it, though? Uh, I don't know, but for 20 bucks? Yeah, for 20 bucks, worth it. <laughs> okay. All right, well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show so that we can continue to grow. Uh, I know everyone's looking for more media to consume while they are still in quarantine forever and ever and ever, and this is some of it. <laughs> That's true. You can't deny it's that. not the best, but it is it. Yep. Uh, so, if you want to get in touch with us, you can message us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod, uh, or you can join our Discord and you can talk to us directly. Uh, to do that, just send any of us a message on Mastodon. I'm on Mastodon, at Matt Heron, at Mastodon.online. I'm also on Mastodon. You can type this URL right into your search bar, Mastodon.social slash at JeffJK. JeffJK on Snapchat and Instagram. You can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Alrighty, well, thanks everyone for listening. Please come back next week. In the meantime, here's another one for you, Belphegor. Don't read those comments. As the only one who can't sleep, I instead obtained freedom and riches. Holy moly. That's a pretty good line. It is. I don't think I'm going to remember it. <laughs> <laughs>